You are now listening to Jess Write, a place where you can come to receive tips on writing and gain inspiration to create writer's art. Listen to become motivated to begin writing or to overcome your writer's block. At Jess Write, there's a little something for every writer. Hey guys, welcome back to Just Write, and I'm Jess. Today we're going to be talking about freelance writing. There are many types of writers and different writing gigs, but today specifically we're going to be talking about freelance writing. So for those of you who don't know, freelance writing is basically when a writer writes for a company or individual on a contractual basis. You know, they, they, they do certain projects. For different companies um, they work on a self-employed basis and it could be for more than one magazine or more than one company or just one and they write for several different publications at more than one time so when you're a freelance writer you have to be very diverse and the more diverse you can be the more likely you are to be published and pay for your work so writing for yourself, I mean, well, you're writing for others, but basically working for yourself, I mean, that sounds like an awesome gig, right? Being a freelance writer actually allows you to work in your PJs and do, you know, however many hours you want to do and be your own boss. I mean, you can work at home and you can work at any time, whatever is best for you. So to me, that sounds like the dream lifestyle, right? And it does. To many people, it does. But you have to be careful when doing this because there are certain things that you can do and um, that you can do to basically ruin your ruin yourself, like ruin the path that you would be take to becoming successful. Or you could actually gain a lot of business in this area and be very highly successful in becoming a freelance writer. Um, some freelance writers don't really take it seriously. They don't, they tend not to learn about the business, learn how to run the business, and learn the steps that are needed to get the business up and going. When they do that, they sabotage themselves and cannot be, become a successful freelance writer. So, it, you know, most of the people I know who were focused on three things about making money and not being able to, you know, work for long hours and have the goal of just lounging around and doing work wherever, those people don't really become successful at their freelance writing thing. Because, yes, even though freelance writing can allow you to be your own boss and set your own schedules and work in your PJs, you still need to be able to put in hard work. Because running your own business, being your own boss, it takes a lot of hard work. You have to be diligent. You have to have that mindset. You can't be lazy with it. Yes, it brings about opportunities to where you can be lazy in certain instances that you can't be lazy, you know, if you had a regular job. If you had a regular job, you would have to get up at a certain time, go to work, be there at a certain time, you know, uphold yourself in a certain manner. With freelance writing, it's not that. You can wake up at 1 o'clock, in the afternoon and get to writing and still be a successful writer but you have to be diligent there are essential things 
that you have to do when becoming a freelance writer. One of the things is marketing. You need to be able to both actively and passively market yourself through things like your your writer website or LinkedIn profile. These things are very essential to growing a successful freelance business. You know, uh, some people golden rule is the best kind of marketing is the kind you're willing to do on a steady, ongoing basis. You try several things and figure out what works for you, what's in your comfort zone. Now, I'm all about pushing myself outside of my comfort zone because when I feel like you put, when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone, that's when you tend to rise. That's when you tend to learn, and that's when you can tend to bring about just wonderful, wonderful aspects of your characteristics that you did not even know you had. But with marketing, you want to make sure in this case that you kind of become, you, you find your comfort zone and work well within that. Now, I'm not saying if you're not comfortable with social media, don't do that. What I'm saying is become so become comfortable with social media and then do it. Don't just go running in blindfolded and trying to do things and you aren't comfort. You, you are in your comfort zone because you won't succeed that way. You need to plan and learn to become knowledgeable in certain marketing areas and then market yourself in those areas. And until you do that, you need to stay marketing yourself in the areas that you are already comfortable in. The more you become comfortable in other areas, the more you can add those other areas to your marketing solution. Um, and your marketing campaign. The next thing that's essential when becoming a freelance writer is learning. It is so important. There are so many different things you can uh, learn about in the world. So many things you need to find out. With freelance writing, there are a lot of variables that you need to be clear on. You need to know where to find great clients what to charge, you know, the price to set for your services, how to be a, 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 a tempting and tantalizing portfolio so people will actually want to hire you. You need to figure out how to avoid super low payers and people that are just trying to, you know, outright scam you, trying to get your quality business without paying you the money that you are actually owed. You need to make sure you stay away from those type of people. You need to figure out how to write your assignments so that your customers actually want to come back to you and have you write for them on a continual basis. So these are all things that are so important. You need to also learn how to market your services effectively so people will actually hire you. You know, I always say that people who love learning will do well with freelance writing. Because with freelance writing, there is always a fast-paced change. There's always something new to learn. There's always another twist to something. You have to be open-minded about things in the world and don't waste your time pursuing uh, freelance writing if you're not willing to do this. If you're not willing to learn, then you might as well put it down now. Just put it down now and don't even attempt to do the freelance writing because you're going to have to learn. It's one of the essential things. The next thing is putting forth action. That's another essential thing. You know, you need to put forth action when doing a freelance writing. You need to be able to execute what you have already, you know, prioritized. You need to figure out what's priority, learn one thing that's priority, and then keep going down your list. You take action on what you've actually learned, and then make sure you're always continually learning. 
You know, prioritize what you need to know and learn that and then move forward learning something else. Continually build your knowledge on different areas because these will be essential to to actually perform in quality work, writing quality work for these companies that you're working for. The next thing is that's very essential is networking. You need to be able to network. Now, I realize I have not even mentioned writing yet because guess what? If you don't have all of these down packed, then you might as well not even write. So again, we'll go back to the essential networking. With networking, you know, it's impossible to actually do freelancing without networking. You Networking is when you're building relationships with different people. You need to build relationships with family, friends, uh, other people friends of friends, other writers, other companies, people who, you know, work for different companies, people who dabble in different fields that's related to yours, such as webmasters or designers or editors. You know, you need to build your network, build your connections, and you will also be able to succeed in freelancing because this is how you will come about getting other gigs and different ways to market yourself, different avenues, different referrals, you know? Networking is a huge, huge thing. And then what you guys want to know about is the next central thing, which is writing itself. Once you have all of those things down pat, it'll actually be easier for you to just write, you know? Um, writing, freelance writing can actually be a great uh, high-paid, gig if you're charging the right thing and of course bringing about quality work that can justify the charges that you are making so that's that's very important and the more time you invest in learning and gaining your knowledge and networking and marketing and everything the more time you will have to write because once you've learned all of those things then you can put more time into writing and still still go back and still learn but at least you have bases and things to work with you know and then you'll be able to make high bucks to basically pay the bills that, you know, you have. Because freelancing is working for yourself. And if you're not marketing yourself right and getting the network that you need and learning, then you're not going to be able to pay your bills. So all of these things are very essential to becoming a successful freelancer. Uh, also, I want to talk about, you know, the administrative work. With, with freelancing, you have... You have to, you know, figure out your, your taxes, your proposal, your invoices, uh, different business license and things like that. These is administrative stuff that you just don't want to do, but you have to do it. You know, you can get a virtual assistant that will help you or someone else that will help you. But why pay someone to do that when all you have to do is learn a little bit and figure out how to do it? And the reason why you're charging, you know, 75 to $100 an hour or 35 to 50 or 50 to 75 an hour is so you can pay for the administrative work. So you can pay for the work that no one sees on the backhand that gets your business, you know, continuously running. Because those hours that you're putting into figuring your taxes out and, you know, filing things and building business cards and getting your business license, those are hours that you're not going to get back. Those are hours you're not being paid uh, by doing those things, which is why, you know, it's justified also with the rate that you're charging people. And remember, marketing, marketing never stops. Even though you've done marketing and you've done the other steps, marketing is a constant thing. You know, me as a writer, I... 
my book is now being edited and I'm, you know, I've been writing a novel, but as far as marketing, like I constantly have to market myself. I've built a, a writer's platform, you know, justwrite.com. I, I have an Instagram. I've, I've done my Facebook. Marketing never stops for me. Just like how I tell my followers all the time that reading and writing, it never ends. Marketing never ends either. Even when you're done with your book and it's edited and it's out there and it's, you know, it's in the ebook platform, it's on Amazon, it's in the bookstores, that does not mean that your writing, that your your job is done for, you know, that novel that you wrote. You still have to constant market yourself. You know, anytime you're sitting around wondering what you should be doing with yourself that day, hey, you should be marketing. Every little bit of marketing count. The more phone calls, the more query letters, the more people you connect with on your LinkedIn or on your Instagram or on your Facebook. This is all a part of marketing. This is all how you get your recommendations, how you build your fan base, how you build your network. Marketing is an ongoing thing that you need to be doing throughout the day, every day. The next essential thing is planning. Planning is such a huge must in this industry simply because freelance writing is you being your own boss. So you need to set goals, set deadlines, and try to stick through it because it's hard. It's just like going to school online. It's so much easier to go to school on campus because you actually have to leave your house and you're held accountable. You know, you miss too many classes, you fail. You don't take notes, listen to the teacher, you fail. You know, but with online school, you actually have to be more diligent. You have to make yourself read. You have to make yourself do the discussion boards. You have to make yourself do the assignments because there's no one else there to do it. You know, those people on the other end, they don't care if you turn your stuff in or not. You'll just fail the class. So with online school, you have to constantly be diligent and make yourself do it. And it's the same thing with freelance um, writers. One, one of the biggest problems is freelance writers face, they face the, the basically the big hole of being sucked into not doing anything and just laying around because they can. So that's why without a plan, you basically fail as a freelance writer. So if you want to be happy and you want to have your own business, be diligent and plan, 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 constantly write down your things. Uh, so the next thing is downtime. Now, I know I just told you, you can't sit around and line your, your PJs. What I'm saying is if you're a freelance writer, you cannot overwork yourself seven days a week. You need to give your mind a fresh perspective and look at things. Go on vacation here and there. Don't work your butt off 24-7 because you're going to drain your body out. You're not going to want to write. You're going to hate yourself. And what's the point of that when you just, you know, left a job from basically working entirely too hard and now what, you're back to working seven days a week? You, you haven't done anything different. So it's important for you to realize you need to take a break, take time off here and there to get, you know, a get a breath of fresh air or a new sight to creativity. You know, sometime when you meditate and you take time to yourself, that's when you come up with your best ideas. 
So I hope I, I hope you guys have learned a lot about freelancing today. I got I checked my email about three days ago and I got a lot of questions on freelance writing. Uh, so I wanted to just share some of these things with you. So my first person that wrote me that emailed me on justwritebooks um, at gmail.com, they said, how do you deal with distractions? How do you deal with distractions is a really great question to be asking considering you're your own boss at home and you constantly get caught up in what the kids need and grocery shopping and this new TV show. And now you're even binge watching because of that new uh, fire stick or whatever. You have to be disciplined. The key to getting rid of the distractions and avoiding them is discipline. Being disciplined is key for succeeding at this, okay, guys? Um, and that's how you'll avoid distractions. Another question is, how do you develop relationships with ed editors? Um, this is a great question for a lot of people, and not just for freelance writers, but also for people who are doing novels and stuff. You do this by being very consistent, giving editors constant good work. It's just, it's simple as that. You give them good work, they want to work with you. They want to build relationships with you because you, they see, hey, you know, she's giving it her all. Or he's giving it his all and they don't want to let you down. And then that's how you build a bond. You know, make your editor's job easier and they'll love you for it because even though they know you know you're not going to be the best at it because you're writing and they're doing the editing but the fact that you tried and you've made it a little bit easier for them they'll love you for it they'll love you for it they'll support you for it and they'll continue to be there for you in your other projects too so there's your answer to that um the next thing is what are the most common mistakes freelance writers make uh, I think the most common thing is them not aiming high enough. You, yes, people say start small, but set goals that are high and then use mini goals to work towards the high goals. Because the difference between an entrepreneur and a person that, you know, just working a nine to five is the fact that they set that minimum goal. Oh, I just want to, you know have a consistent job nine to five and bring home a check every two weeks. Okay, that's what you want. That's what you did. But you stopped aiming higher. And since you stopped aiming higher, you don't get anything higher. It's kind of like the laws of attraction. You know, you need to think big in order to get the big and work towards the big and it'll happen. So aim high, guys. Yes, I know you don't want to fail, but guess what? A lot of the entrepreneurs they've failed ten thousand time and what make ten thousand times and what makes them different between them and the person that's working at Burger King or the person that's working in the hospital behind a desk or you know any other person that's working a nine to five even doctors the difference is they aimed so high and kept doing it. They didn't let anyone else tear them down. They didn't let anyone else tell them that they can't do it. And when they fail, they looked at it as an opportunity to change something up. They looked at it as an opportunity to fix something, as an opportunity to be like, you know what? It didn't work this way, but I'll try this way because this hasn't this hasn't failed me yet. And then bam, now they're billionaires. It, it might have taken years, you know, but still they didn't give up. That's the difference. So set high goals. Uh, do freelancers work every day? 
again, they're their own boss, so that really depends on them. Um, I will say that you don't have to work every day as long as you're diligent about setting the forth certain hours out of the week um, to work. I typically like to set aside the first five hours of my life <laughs> that I wake up to work. So therefore, the rest of, the rest of my day is free, you know. And then on that note, you have stuff done and you don't feel bad about doing stuff later on in the day. The next question is, is it hard to take vacations as a freelance writer? No. No, it is not. You have to make time for vacations and you have to take mental health days. You have to take time for yourself. So it might be for some people who are workaholics, but it should not be. Because once you take a vacation, that's when your best creativity come in. That's when you think of things because your brain is resting. Um... One of the questions I really, really liked is, what's the first work-related activity that you do as a writer? I think this should be marketing. Because once you get caught up in the day, then you don't want to answer your phone. You don't want to get on social media because you're doing this and you have to do this and you have a deadline for this. So how about when you wake up after you brush your teeth or even before you brush your teeth, actually, you can lay down in your bed and do your marketing. Do your phone calls. Do your responding to people on Instagram. Set aside an hour or two. I mean, a t two hours might be overkill, but that depends on how many different uh, revenues or avenues, I should say, that you're basically marketing. You know, if you have social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, phone calls to make, emails to reply to, then you should set aside two hours to take care of all of that. So the first thing I believe you should do again is marketing, you know, answering people emails. For instance, this morning when I first woke up, I looked at my emails to make sure I didn't have any extra emails about this freelancing situation. And I added them to my list to make sure that I addressed it all on my, you know, my podcast today. So it's things like that that will help you actually become a, a freelance, a better freelance writer. Um, also, the next question is, what should all writers be doing every single day? This ties in to uh, two questions ago. You should always be marketing. You should always be selling yourself, whether it's pitching, blogging, connecting on social media, um, whether you're at the coffee shop and talking to someone, you should always be marketing. Even when you're watching TV and there's a commercial on, start marketing. Start looking on Instagram, liking other people's pictures, you know, sincerely replying back to those DMs. Even when you make it big, you should still be answering your direct messages and your emails. Yeah, I mean, of course, once you make it really big, then you could, you know, hire someone to do that for you. But I still wouldn't want to do that because I love the personal relationship I can develop with people that are my fans and with my, you know, my editors and my friends and families and the other people that work in the different, you know, my, my networks, basically. I love being able to connect with them because it's us actually building a bond together. And so I think we have time for two more questions. And one of them is, 
How does a new freelancer ensure they're getting paid properly? So with this, I think you need to work the rates that are right for you. Just because person A is charging $100 an hour doesn't mean that you should. You know, you might not be given the same quality work that person A is giving. Person A might have been doing it for 10 years, and that's why they're charging $100 to $200 an hour. You can't come in and charge that. So you need to find out what rates actually work for you. Find out what works for you and then, you know, charge people it. And as you gain your experience, then you can actually add to it. But first, just figure out what's actually best for you and then go for it. Pitch it and market it and tell people why they need to pay that price for you. And then my last question is... Um, I'm sorry. My last question is, how can someone with little experience start getting assignments? So the way you can start getting assignments is trying to figure out a way that you can pitch yourself. Figure out a way to where you can make your audience want you. You can make the you know you can make the companies want you. So many people can't do that. So many people fail at marketing and that's where they don't become successful at. So you need to figure out how you can get fresh ideas packaged in a very unique way that's different from everyone else. You can even take an idea that someone else is doing and put your own little spin on it to make it be, oh yeah, like that is so much awesome. Yeah, sure, they're doing that over there, but she's doing it this way and it's awesome and it's funny and it, it it's basically your signature work, your signature work. So figure out what works for you and just market it, just pitch it. And I promise you, if you keep doing it and not giving up, then, then the experience will come and you will start getting your assignments. People will start wanting you. So again, that's pretty much it. Um, I don't really have any more time for questions to be asked. I, I want to thank you all for listening in on Just Right. And until next time, Just Right. <laughs> um, also, like, subscribe, and comment on my YouTube channel. You know, just go on YouTube and follow me, uh, Just Right. Go on my Instagram and check out the cool writer quotes and things. I also have a Facebook link. And my um, website is up, Just Right. That's J-E-S-T-W-R-I-T-E dot -E com. Has great blogs and other resources on there. I'm so happy to be sharing this bit of information with you guys. And again, I say, till next time. Just right. Thanks for listening to the Just Right podcast, where writers come to refresh their mind, gain perspective on their writing, learning valuable and inspiring information, and become motivated to make art using their skills as a writer. Check out JustWrite.com, Just Right Instagram, and Just Right YouTube channel.